Hey, Boker Tov. Happiest Thursday. Yes, happiest Thursday. Hope everybody is doing well. We are closer and closer uh, to Shabbat. So today's shiur is dedicated Leilu Nishmat Malka Bajalinus and Chana Bat Shemuel and Zerubavel Ben Gabriel, Sarabat Moshe and Sidiabat Mashiach, Ruach Hashem, Tenicham Began Eden. And today we are starting with Ona'a. Wow, so buckle your seatbelts. Today today is tough love. And tough love means sometimes, you know, he, he gives it to you hard, but it's only because he loves you. Yes. Right? It's good. So, ona'a. So, ona'a means oppression. It means uh, abuse of another person, abuse oh. of uh, another Jewish purpose. Bullying. Bullying. And there's. Um, there's different types of ona'a in Jewish law. There's actually Jewish law um, involved with ona'a. And the first type of ona'a that he's going to speak about is ona'a b'mikach u'mimkar. Ona'a in business. Abuse in business. Uh, monetary abuse. Which there in halakha, in Jewish law, there are actually Jewish laws related to uh, monetary abuse. According to Jewish law, when one is doing business uh, with another religious Jew, it is forbidden to overcharge. It's forbidden for a seller to overcharge for an item. It is forbidden for the buyer to underpay. You have to deal fairly when you are, are doing business uh, and not abuse the, the other person, whether one's a seller or whether one is a buyer. And at a certain point, if the monetary abuse is more than one-sixth or less than one-sixth, meaning if the seller overcharged one-sixth or if the buyer underpaid um, by more than shtut, by one than one, the, there's a general rule that that automatically the transaction is invalid. Uh, automatically, the, the other one can take him to court and can say, you know, I, I didn't know what the fair market value of it was, and then and he, and he shows that he overcharged or he showed that he underpaid, and they, they can uh, automatically, according to Jewish law in halakha, uh, the transaction is automatically invalid other than certain conditions. The purpose is not to go into the halakha of it right now, okay. but this is the general sense yes. of it, and maybe it's worthwhile to have a shiur, a different shiur, about that. when, about overcharging and underpaying, when does it apply in halakha, and when... Because we have wholesale because, price, we have retail price. Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, Kabbalah's sons doesn't apply, yeah. because there's no benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> but side question, real quick. If, there, if there's an opportunity to make a sale, and you have an opportunity to sell to, to goyim or to a Jew, is there, is there any halakha that says... You have to try to do business with the Jew, or you have to do what's best yeah, for you. If it's the same exact thing, or it's the same it exact item, and you basically essentially have two customers making two an inquiry buyers. on the item. It's one is a Jew, yeah. one is a, one is a guy. So the person should do his best if he's not going to lose anything to try to look at a Jew as his brother. If it's in something that's going to buy from the Jew, going to ask for a discount. The guy <laughs> is going to pay right so away. If it's a, okay, so that's a different story. They're not equal, right? Yes. I asked you, are they yes. equal the or they're not equal? Different. If you're buying from them, <laughs> the tool, you should give the business to the Jews. Yeah. Okay. So, anyhow, but let's, uh, but let's uh, talk about ona'ah. So, Peleyot is now going to go ona'ah, mimikah mimkar. Monetary abuse, overcharging, underpaying, or any type of fraud uh, when it comes to business. All kinds of fraud all is all under, oh. under this umbrella of ona'ah. It's an extra prohibition on top of thievery. It's not that you're stealing uh, from the person, but also you're abusing 
uh, the other person by putting them through this. There is one prohibition of the Torah, don't steal, and you're stealing. And there's another prohibition of the Torah, do not abuse your, your brother. Do not, uh, do not ab- abuse your fellow. And he says, and it's uh, unfortunately in our great sins, right, uh, the, the whole Torah and all of the halachot that, that come to do not abuse each other in business, it's all forgotten. It's all forgotten. It's unfortunately, there are many, many Jews who have never learned these halachot, and it's, you know, it's as if they don't exist. You know, when it comes to making money, listen, this is bit, business is about making money. Right? And making money, if I'm going to be able to make more, that justifies almost anything. That's not true. As a Yehudi, as a Jew that we have the Torah, the Torah says do business fairly when, when you do business with, a, with another Jew. Right? So, and, and not just that, he says, and this is a point that he's made before, he says, First of all, he's like, they never learned the halachot. And they don't know. They don't know in what area is it overcharging? What area is it not considered overcharging or, or underpaying? There are certain times that it applies. Certain times it doesn't apply. So you know, for example, I'll just give one area that it doesn't apply is if a person tells the other person what his cost is. You say, you tell him, listen, this is how much the va- this is how much the value of it, and I'm telling you, and he's telling him honestly, this is what the value of it is. This is how much I am profiting. And there's no ona'a because you you laid out Open everything. You, you opened everything in front of him. There there are many different halachot. I've done, that, uh, that you a I, I've done it. <laughs> so, and I met five times the money. So he says, unfortunately, I says. I told so, the client this is how much I put and where I bought it and what I did. But I want this much. So, but anyhow, so he says many Jews they never learned any about this, and he says, and they don't just think that you know I'm doing. They don't think I'm doing something wrong. They do the other. They think this is this is called being a better businessman, right? Right. This is called being shrewd, right? To find a way to pay the the least amount. Well, who cares if it's abusing somebody else, and who cares if if it's hurting somebody else? Or to find a way to charge the most, and eh, who cares if it, you know? And you don't think about the other person when when you do business. Business, you only think about yourself. But, but, it's, so, yeah, but it's very difficult. So this is you, called Kharifut. Uh, I said, buckle your seatbelt. Yes. Dealing strictly so, with Jews, or are we going to say we have to train ourselves? No, the to same. And this is, the same. This is no. strictly dealing with Jews who, in general, follow Torah and mitzvot. Meaning also, it doesn't even apply if there's a secular Jew who could not you care cannot, about You cannot take advantage no, you cannot, you cannot who's not Jewish. Yeah, unfortunately, no, you cannot. Fraud, of course. Fraud, yeah, you, you cannot commit for. ever. Fraud, not with a Jew, not with a non-Jew. But this concept of buying from, of over, uh, paying more or, or paying less. Uh, or paying cheaper, um, it's it's only with regards to Jews and Jews who are in the framework of Torah and Mitzvot. Jews who are in the framework of in in general, they care about Torah and Mitzvot. If, you have, if there's a Jew who could not care less for for Torah and Mitzvot, 
Uh, it says it says straight out in halacha. Onah does not apply to him. Because we buy and we recut, we recut, we make it better, so we, be, we give, add add a value. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, all business. of these are details. This is why we're not going through all the halachot because there's there's many different parts to it like this. So, but he says, unfortunately, he says there are many things which are onah, which are clear violation of the Torah, and and what the Torah says. Of course, thievery and fraud is always a sur to, to any anybody, person. Anybody. That doesn't matter, because Jew, non-Jew, whoever it is. It's always relevant. But but this this point of we go out of our way, the Torah says that you have to deal fairly, pay the right amount, and sell for the right amount. Do not overcharge. We don't, we don't and do, discuss do not when it's somebody very religious that wants to sell us. We don't discuss price. <laughs> <laughs> but this this idea of it let's get let's get into the pelayoy. so many so the, unfortunately sometimes there are very clear violations of the torah and they just call them you know this is business this is making money making businesses i think about myself i don't think about the other person Right. This is the reason why, unfortunately, you see, he says, the world um, is going downhill, um, and you see the cycle of poverty is only continuing and is only is only growing, um, and there are more and more poor people because people are not. Uh, thinking about the other, Kimamar Anavi, as uh, the Pasuk says in Yirmiyao, Oseh Osher Velove Mishpat, Bachatsi Yamav Yasven, which says if a person uh, makes wealth, but not with ju- judgment and not with justice, Bachatsi Yamav, in 50% of his days, it's going to leave him. Um, that wealth will leave him, says Yirmiyao. Uh, Utvar Hashem befiv nevi'avemet, and you have to know this is the word of God and, and His prophets. So no, either option number one, it's going to leave you very quickly if this is the the way you do business. Or and if you see a person that yeah he does these kinds of things uh, and still it, it looks like the money has stayed with him and the money hasn't left him yet, he cannot, he cannot he cannot that enjoy. is for certain without a doubt. Um, what the Pasuk says, that it's wealth that is kept for him, for his evil. Meaning it's only wealth that's coming without bracha and it's only hurting the person. You cannot right? enjoy it. So one of two things will happen. When money is earned illicitly, either the money will leave the person or the money will stay with him, but it will, won't be a bracha for him. It'll, the fact that it's with him is, it. is going to hurt him. He won't enjoy it. He, uh, it you know, it'll cause people to be jealous of him, and it'll, co- it'll cause him all kinds of uh, trouble in his life to the point that um, it's not good for him. So, as it says in the Torah, that Hashem sometimes pays those who hate him, El panav lehavido in order to destroy him, right? Uh, that either that that money or that thing that looks like a bracha, they gonna make him drunk. It's gonna make him drunk with arrogance, and it'll make him that he'll make that bigger of a mistake. Because of that, Hashem raises the say lehavido in order to destroy him, in order to hurt him. He says, and you have to know this is this, today. Really, you're really giving us a lot. Of, <laughs> right, he, is not enough. He, he's barely started. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the 
This is the rule of onaa of uh, hurting others in business. Shelohu tale shakeu shabeach mikicho b'mesheno. First and foremost, it's it's forbidden to to lie and deceive and to um, advertise your merchandise as if it's not uh, what it is. You cannot tell. You cannot say, present uh, your merchandise or your item that you're selling at. This is something when that's not what it is. Right? Uh, or to say that I bought it for this amount when that's not how much uh, how, how much you buy. Yeah, you're lying on how you know, either don't say it yes, or, tell, or tell the yeah, truth. Say. Or don't say it at all. Or you say that others pay me this amount. Uh, for it, and that's not it's not true. That's not how much uh, other others pay for this uh, product. And for sure, I don't have to tell you that it's forbidden to to dress it up um, and make it look on the outside like it's something valuable. Uh, when when underneath is the leprosy, right? <laughs> underneath it is all its problems. That you present it. Um, as if it's something on the outside, if it's some, uh, as if it's something good and it's something precious, uh, when on the inside it's 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 really not. And in that way, unfortunately, a person commits fraud. Right. So if you want to dress it up so it looks like, but be honest about what it is. But say this is what's on. This is what's inside of it. Uh, you know, in uh, the olden days, there was very much a problem of kesef sigim that people, that when you paid in gold or silver, the purity of the it was not 100%. Uh, of it that you that you were giving and paying with, with something else. If you, you would mix it with something else, and you would put uh, you know other metals inside it that were less valuable, and uh, then you're you're paying somebody not the full value. When it, whenever you do that. I mean, similar today, right. you, have a, you have an issue with uh, lab-grown diamonds, you get a, you get a specified... Yeah, exactly. you, have to, you have to say exactly, of course, you have to say exactly uh, what it is. You always have to say, exactly, don't present... Don't diamonds grown in a lab. <laughs> don't present something, it's forbidden to present something. And again, you don't have to go out of your way uh, to necessarily specify the, the faults of it. But don't present it as something that it's not. Don't say that this merchandise is the laboratory is telling you that this is this and you're selling it with that laboratory certificate. We don't want to go into the details. Or you show one thing, but then whenever you send him, you send him something else. That's not good. All of these things are disgusting and perverse. Uh, to Hashem, of course, you don't have to say You lie about the measurement um, or about the weight, um, or with liquid measures. You're dishonest if a person is dishonest about the measurement of something. It's disgusting and repulsive. And the, the, the punishment for false measurements, for lying about the, the oh, measurement. The measurements of it says is worse than um, than sexual sins. He says over here. And for sure, he will not be successful. He will end up dishonored and, and uh, hurt himself in this world. Not even counting what's what's waiting for him. When it comes to Allah. This was a major slap, Rabbi. And you find that a fool who does these things, he's working hard for. For emptiness, 
and he depletes all of his energy and he drains all of his energy um, just to be knocked out and be bewildered um, in the end of his days. The Knod Mikachra, the Asmon Vigayinam, just to purchase, purchase himself a very uniquely bad place in Gehinam. Wow. If you cheat yeah. in the Torah says that a person who is honest with his measurements and weight, it's one of the mitzvot that the Torah promises a long life to a person. Uh, just like yeah, honoring one's father and mother. Yeah, all of this, you have to be very careful. You have to scale every day. You have to live a long life. And you know, that the chilat dino of a man who has given him, has given him a gift. The Gemara in Masechet Shabbat says, the first question that they ask in Shemaim, the very first question they ask Hashem is, were you honest in your business or were you not honest? This is question number one. Question number two is, did you spend time studying Torah? Did you fix yourself times for studying Torah? Question number one is, Nasata venatata be'emuna. Were you honest in business? Ve'aboteach ba'ashem venose venoten be'emuna. One who has faith and trust in Hashem. And he is honest in all of his business dealings, in his buying and his selling. Chesed Hashem yisobevenu. The kindness of Hashem will surround him. Uvirkat Hashem ita'ashirenu. The blessing of Hashem will give him true wealth. Uvadai shelo yechsar lachmo. His bread will not be lacking. All that he eats will be uh, will be plentiful, plentiful the way the way Hashem uh, wants it. He will be happy and he will be praised in this world, and he will have honor in this world, and uh, and he will have good in the world to come. Now, there's a beautiful Misilat uh, Sharim uh, where uh, he's the Misilat Sharim. He writes. He says people take all types of stringencies upon themselves uh, when it comes to halakha you know, when it comes to their etrog no I, I don't buy a simple etrog yes you should you should buy a very nice etrog etrog is a bad example uh, when a person buys his tefillin no I buy <laughs> I buy two tefillin I buy I buy four, four tefillin uh, that I wear in shacharit and I wear it in mincha oh and I don't eat in anybody's home and I don't eat in any restaurant you know and I, I keep halav Israel and I, people have all kinds of humrah that they could buy Misidadi Shani says, you want to know what a real Hasid is? Who is a real Hasid? Show me a person that comes and he holds up the dollar in his pocket and he says, I earn this dollar according to every opinion. I followed, I followed, if there was one opinion in Halakha that was strict and one that was lenient, I followed the stricter opinion in business. This dollar that I earned, I earned according to all of the opinions in Halakha. That's a Hasid. That's a righteous person. Right? Today was a, yeah. was really. The Kolal here on Steamboat Road is still looking for more everything. If anybody wants to <laughs> leave the business. What's real righteousness? Hey, so Bezer Hashem, he still has more. Tomorrow we're going to continue. I can see that. Still have two pages. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to Ona, everybody have a wonderful, happy <laughs> Thursday. And Bezer Hashem, looking forward to seeing everyone tomorrow. Bye.